right, let's get into some other NFL news. Let's do it. Let's do it. <clears throat> these New York Jets. Lord, <laughs> Lord Jesus, these New York Jets. And, and it pains me to even say this, but what the hell are we doing, man? I mean, I just don't feel like Adam Gates is the guy for the job. I mean, Obi, maybe you can speak on this. I mean, Sam Darnold went from one week seeing ghosts to, the, I think, seeing goblins versus <laughs> Jacksonville, and then they just lose to a winless Miami team. I mean, there was so much promise with this team. You add the additions of C.J. Mosley in all season, Brian Poole at slot. You, you, you trade for Oshimile on the offensive line who had been a Pro Bowl guy. You yeah. get Khalil right before the season to sure up your offensive line. And then you go ahead and claim you know, Alex Lewis from Baltimore. So I'm like, oh, we're set. Yeah. We're going to the playoffs. I'm not saying that we're going to be thrown New England. Yeah. But then Sam gets mono. Mm. Mono. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And then he comes back. Where's Dallas? And it looks like an all-star. And I'm like, oh, we're going to finish the season 10 and 6, baby. Because Dallas looks like they're going to go to the playoffs. Right. And and Sam cut them up. He did. He did. Swiss cheese. He did. Molded Swiss cheese. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Little Swiss holes. cheese. Yeah, he did. he did. And then he ran into the boogeyman. Yeah. Where's the Patriots? And it just hasn't been the same. I don't know, Obi. Maybe you can tell me something. I just, I'm frustrated. Almost like Greeny on yeah. Get Up, Mike yeah. Greeny. But I just don't understand what is going on. <laughs> Honestly, I wish I had answers, man. I, I don't know. After the Cowboys game, I was like, wow, like they were right. They were, the, they were a quarterback away. They had played some rookies and some younger guys that weren't really there yet. Yeah. But you know, you know, Darnold is your franchise guy. And he had shown signs the year before and maturity and growth. And there was a lot to look forward to. On the other side of the ball, Jamal Adams is as passionate as a leader. Great player that I've seen. Um, young, you know, he's emotional at times, and he'll learn to grow. Yeah. He'll learn to be mature in those situations and understand that it's a business. But I understand where he's coming from. As a player, when you believe that you're talented, I played with Earl Thomas at Texas, got, you know, been very close with him for the last 10 years. Um, so I understand. You know, you believe you're a playmaker, you should be treated as such. Exactly. But unfortunately for the Jets, I think you have to look at their organization, man. And um, When I played, and as you know, as you played, when you didn't have success, it, it starts at the top. Impressive. And a lot of organizations have to have what I would call functionality. And the chain of command has to be consistent. When you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, you look at the Baltimore Ravens, you look at the Patriots, you understand what the chain of command is. It's Kraft, it's Belichick, it's Brady. Yeah. It's, it's the Rooney family, it's Tomlin, it's Big Ben. Um, it's uh, Steve Bashotti, it's J uh, John Harbaugh, it's uh, Blacko, who, or Ray Lewis, or exactly. Ed Reed. I don't see that um, on the Jets. I saw, you know, Mike McCagnan get let go after he had spent $100 million on bringing in prize free agents in Le and Le'Veon uh, KO <laughs> and the draft, KO and Mosley. Um, and then, you know, Gates comes in and he had some, he's had some success. Let's not get it twisted. He was successful. Was it in Chicago? He was the other Yes, there. and then in Miami, and Miami they went to the playoffs. They went to the playoffs. 2016. Correct. And he coached Peyton Manning at yeah. some point. And so they're looking at it from the perspective like this guy's been a quarterback whisperer. He was instrumental in Manning and I think McCown yeah. and now hopefully Sam Darnold um, and Tannehill when they went to the playoffs. And Correct. unfortunately, he got hurt. But, you know, you look at the organization's functionality and it starts at the top. And I think there's a direct correlation to performance on the field and off the field. And off the field, if you're not right, you're going to run into a lot of problems. Well, definitely. Let's talk a little bit about Sam Darnold because do you actually think he's the guy? Because a lot of people gave me some criticism coming out when I said his comp for me was Ryan Fitzpatrick. And that's not a shot at Ryan Fitzpatrick, one of the best teammates I ever had, a really great dude. I go into battle in the foxhole with him any day. 
But everybody knows that Fitz likes to take some, takes a lot of chances. Yeah, a gun He's a gunslinger. a gunslinger, and that was my comp for him. And I feel like we're seeing more in that, more of that from Sam Donald. Because even at USC, I felt like he turned the ball over too much. I don't know, man. It's hard to say. I think that the jury's still out yeah. um, on Sam. He had the unfortunate mono, and that kind of derailed him. That really lost the season, if you want to be honest. Yeah. I mean, they lost a lot of games. But to me personally, I think I think he's got it, man. Yeah. I think. You know, he played on a USC. He had, I think Juju was one of his receivers. Yeah. So he did have a little bit of talent around them. But I saw him do some pretty incredible things while I was at SC. And then if you look at the Cowboy games, although it's a microcosm of the season, yeah. he showed that he has the ability to do some really great things against a great defense. I mean, yeah. his decision-making at times was, was spectacular. He did have the interceptions uh, during the game. But he was willing to take those risks against a great defense. And you want to look at their prerequisite weapons, they're not really where they want to be as an organization. And so I think the jury's still out on Sam. But right now, I think that he's still the guy. Yeah. Sure. And uh, we talked about trades earlier. I mean, it seemed after the Patriot game, it was like a fire sale. Like everybody was up for a trade. They trade Leonard Williams to the neighborhood Giants, which is crazy to me. And then also they're saying Jamal Adams is up for trade. Le'Veon Bell is up for trade. Robbie Anderson is up for trade. So I kind of agree with you. I feel like it's, a, it's an issue from the top down. And if your organization at the top is not on one accord, then how can you expect the players to be on one accord? Absolutely. Like, what is the team's identity? Exactly. Like, we don't, we don't know. You have one of the best running backs in football. Facts. Are you, running, are you a running team? Are you a play-action running team? Are you a running team to set up the deep balls to Robbie Anderson, as you said? Um, and then when Jamal, the Jamal stuff came out, look, man, ball is a business, man. That's the first thing that I learned when I got cut the first year. I was like, but I got drafted here, albeit in the seventh round, I still got cut yeah. and put on practice squad. So at that point, I realized I was not at Texas anymore. Oh, yeah. They I was not they don't guy. care nothing about that. They don't care nothing <laughs> about that. So they don't care nothing I, about I feel that. for them, man. They're a really young team, man. It's really hard to tell. Like, I mean, even CJ, you know, he has an unfortunate groin injury, doesn't yeah. look like himself. So and that, I think that a lot, a lot of people are not talking about that because I think that really hurt the Jets because they were up big in that game versus Buffalo. Right. But when he went out at halftime, it was a totally different defense, and that's how Buffalo came back and won. And he's been hurt for most of the season. I mean, he came back for the Patriots game, and he got hurt again in that game, and now he's out again for like five to six weeks. Yeah, I man, you need your defensive leaders, man. Yeah. I mean, you win football games up the middle, so your D-tackles have to be solid. Your Mike linebacker, the captain of your defense, have to be solid. Then you have to be solid in the back end. Two out of three, one is disgruntled, one is hurt. <laughs> And then the D-line is, to do, you traded Leonard Williams. To be determined. So, yeah, <laughs> traded Leonard and Quinton, Quinton has been hurt, right? Yeah. So He came back and played actually really well this last week. Right, week, yeah. so it's, it's tough. It's mm. really tough. It's been tough. And, and it's almost like everybody was talking about Miami tanking for two. I'm like, maybe we need to tank for Chase Young because he looks like a surefire pick. That I mean, you see what Bosa did to unite, you know, ignite that San Francisco, uh, you know, defense and offense too, I would say. Maybe we, can, we haven't had a, a pure edge rusher get over 10 sacks since I would say Calvin Pace did it in, yeah. in 2013. I mean, Muhammad Wilkinson did it in, in 2015. Okay. But he's more of an outside yeah. in guy. Right. And we haven't had a pure pass rusher. So, I mean, I think, I mean, I hate to say tank for anything, but Chase Young looks like a surefire bet, man. Man, he's been, I've been able to watch some of the college football games now that we've been retired. Yeah. Um, and usually Saturdays are travel days and rest days and trying to really, you know, get ready for the games. Yeah. But, Ohio State, man, for the last couple of years, they've been putting out some players, and the Bosa boys have been definitely instrumental in helping put that defensive line on the map. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't, I mean, I don't remember them really being known for that. Usually it's backers, you know, we played against Laurinaitis and Bobby Carpenter yep. and some of those guys, and then the DBs, you know, Dante Whitner, 
Um, Ashton Yabuti has been great, yeah. Malcolm Jenkins. And so they put some really good players out. And recently they've had some really good DBs in Apple and uh, uh, Von Bell, I think, and Marsh Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, but ultimately those damn pass rushers have been a real-life issue. Mm -hmm. And those Bosa boys, I think, combined right now, halfway through the season, have 16 sacks. Which is ridiculous. And so Chase Young is ridiculous. Bro, <laughs> young man, keep eating, man. You're doing it. Keep you eating. have to build up front. O-line and D-line, that's how you build your team. You win, win in the game. trenches, right? No question. Win in the trenches. Well, enough about my New York Jets, man. I hope they can finally get it together. We'll see what the rest of the season brings.